0: It doesn't come overnight you gotta put in you gotta climb the ladder from the bottom you don't just get on a ladder and you're at the top like you gotta call some people fall off and believe me luxury listings and clients are very demanding
1: hello and welcome to episode 18 of the smart agents podcast my name is michael walter and i'll be your host As always, with each episode, our goal is to inspire you through the insight and inspirational stories from fellow real estate insiders. If you're looking to break into luxury listings, this episode is for you. Now, before we get into today's featured interview, make sure you follow and subscribe to the show on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. You can find it on everything from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, we are there. Also, as you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Click the bell to get notifications whenever a new episode is uploaded. And lastly, if you or somebody else on your team has an awesome story to share, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. We're always on the lookout for new stories to share. All right, on to today's episode. We pick up our conversation with Rose Galar, and she shares her tips for breaking into and navigating luxury real estate. One of the things that we as the podcast is getting, you know, getting its start. Um, I haven't talked to too many people that are involved in the luxury real estate. And I think that is something that, you know, a lot of people are always like, oh, I really want to get into it, but it's a different animal in a different. Oh, yeah. beast.
0: All right. Be careful what you wish for everybody. I was one of those people that's like, when I started, I just want to list. Like first I had buyers and then I had some listings and then I'm like, you know, 500,000. I'm like, Oh, I want a million. I can't get a million, but you know what I did but it doesn't come overnight. You got to put in, you got to climb the ladder from the bottom. You don't just get on a ladder and you're at the top. Like you got to call. Some people fall off and believe me, luxury listings and clients are very demanding. Okay. Sometimes I like, you know, I, I have my $350 person. I'm like, they're so nice to me. It's not to say that they're not nice, but you know, it's, it's you, they expect, it's all about expectations. They expect a level of service. Um, And in my my company, I work for Caldwell Banker, there's a lot of agents in my office that maybe would get a luxury lead. And actually, they would come to me and say, hey, will you split it with me? I know they're going to want a lot of marketing, and I don't have any money to do that. So I'm like, of course, 50%, let's do it. Because you're going to have to put down could be up to thousands of dollars in marketing videography. They want Matterport. They want 3d video. They want an event. They want digital. They want, they want it all. And by the way, you are up against other people that have this lovely spread of what they're going to do. See, I'm global. You need to know your competition. You need to know what you do different. Like you asked me earlier, what, how, why do you stand out? Why are you different? I usually tell people, well, I sell your house. I've got results. I've got proven results. I have extensive market knowledge. I'm a PR person. I get press. A lot of people don't know how to do that. I do. I tell them how I'm different. So if you're not different, or maybe it's your friend, keep in mind too that just to get luxury, to put a feather in your cap, isn't always what it's cracked up to be. It is a different animal. You really should get yourself certified. I'm luxury certified. I've taken lots of courses. I know how to talk to people from different c- countries. They have different cultures. Mm-hmm. You can't address certain people a certain way. Like there's a lot more to it than I just want to sell a million dollar house. Yeah, you could potentially do it if you price it right. Mm-hmm. But then there's a lot more to it negotiations. Right. It gets pretty, it could get pretty hairy in there.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> and remember a lot of people in the luxury market, they think they know more than you. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Maybe, I mean, I go in, I say, I am the realtor. I'm the one that's been doing this 32 years. How many years have you been in real estate? Mm-hmm. Never. They just know what they know. And I'm like, that's great. You do what you do. This is what I do. This is my profession. Let me help you. Let me advise you. Let's work as a team. I'm right. not here to fight you. I'm here to help you make a decision based on facts and information that matter. So I mean, that's kind of more the luxury. They like more of a, it's almost like an advisor consultation. There's a lot more of that and they need a lot more feedback too. Like I pretty much, I'm talking to them in the beginning every day and usually at least every week. So if you don't want to follow up with people, (laughs) I would stare clear. Right. (laughs) They want a lot of information.
1: Right. And like you talked about they you know, having that idea of they know more. And so if there's an ego involved yes, in it. And that's something I'm that you sure just have it. to be able to deal with and navigate.
0: See, okay. It's funny you say ego. It is. It, that's exactly what it is. You know, I work with doctors, surgeons, cardiologists, pulmonologists, like these guys, I've got like, they've got masters in psychology and psychiatry, and <laughs> but they're not realtors. They don't know what I know. They think they know, but they really look, I don't pull my own teeth. I'm not a dentist. Mm-hmm. If I need a cap, I'm going to go to my doctor. I'm not in there. You know, it's what you go to a specialist for a reason. Right. You know, I always tell people you go to the plastic surgeon, you know, who are you going to go to the one that's cutting their commission? Because that comes up too. the one who, you know, uh, has the recommendations that you want. Um, the one that sells in your community. Like there's a lot of things they're going to look at. Most luxury people want to make sure that you've sold in their community. Mm-hmm. They're typically not going to use somebody with no experience. They're just not going to do it unless it's like a friend or they're going to give you a chance. Um, but if I were you, instead of losing it, call a luxury agent in your area mm-hmm. and split it with them right. and learn from them. Cause that's a good way to learn the luxury market. And then, you know, once it sells, you can say, I sold this, you know, and then you start bragging a little, but that's something, you know, that's a good way to get into luxury. I actually did that too. Mm-hmm. I knew who was the, the shakers, the movers and the shakers when I was back in the early 2002, three, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was on a team at one time for a very short period of time. And when I hit a certain number, I'm like, woo, I should do my own team because I'm doing pretty damn good. So, and I, that's what I did. I said, I'm going to start my own team. I don't need to be on somebody else's team anymore. So, you know, set a goal, whatever the money in your pocket or whatever, and then keep every year, every year I do better. I do better. In fact, this year, I don't even know how I did it. (laughs) I think I bypassed last year, which we're in the middle of COVID. And I, I did not think I would do that. I really didn't think I thought, Oh no, this is really bad.
1: (laughs) With the luxury listings, What are some of the things that, you know, when it comes to like a timeline, for instance, (laughs) it's going to be generally a little bit longer. Yes. And, you know, and how does that, how does your marketing plan kind of work within that timeline where it would be different for another one?
0: So if you're in a, if you're a luxury property, I try to get a 12 month listing or longer. It depends. Um, You know, a lot of times they don't want to do that, but I, you know, Again, I'll work with them if I have to. But usually if I get through and I prove to them what I'm doing, they will give me more time. Typically, it takes longer. Um, But honestly, in this market, the funny thing about it is a lot of my luxury stuff was selling better than last year because of COVID. I mean, people were leaving. They were fleeing Miami and Aventura and um, Uh, Sunny Isles. They didn't want to live in the condos anymore. They're coming out to the suburbs. They're bringing the whole family. They're looking for guest house, in-law suites, offices, four car garages. So the funny thing about COVID is my luxury listings were all selling, whereas they had been sitting. In fact, today, I just got a call from a postcard I sent out. And I'm going over there today at one uh, because I said, you better sell your house now because it's worth more money because there's no inventory and they have a big mother of a house. They're over 55. See what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And I said, of course, I'll be there at one. So I'm after this, I'm going to change my clothes because I'm wearing ripped jeans <laughs> and I'm going to put on my little, whatever. So I look a little more professional mm-hmm. and uh, probably going to go list that house today. Oh. But that was a combination of marketing. Mm-hmm. I sent a just sold postcard. I sold the neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. I actually, when I got on the phone with him, I found out that he knew my friend. So I build the rapport. So that's all a big part of it too. Like when you're on the phone, find common ground. Oh, how old are your kids? Where'd they go to school? Oh, do they know my kid? Believe it or not, this person, one of their kids knows my son because I asked how old are your kids? Where are they? Oh, 24. That's funny. Where'd they go to school? Next thing you know, I have commonality. They like that. Right. And I don't know if I just, that's something innate that I have. Mm-hmm. I like to talk to people. Um, but you have to listen to, like you can talk, 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 but you got to listen to what they're asking as well. Because I right. sometimes I have to work on that because <laughs> 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 I do like to talk.
1: Well, Hey, you know what? It, it, that's how you get those conversations moving though. I mean, that's, yeah. you're not going to, if it's that same little script in your head and you're not, actually listening. That's the big thing. If you're not listening, you're going to miss on all of those little things that could really, you know,
0: it's the nuances. What's really hard is when you first start, you kind of do need a script because you're like scared, you know, and I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I did, I think it was called sweat hogs back in, I mean, this is so long ago. You probably haven't even heard of it, but I did all this, uh, Floyd Wickman, I think now it's Tom ferry. (laughs) I did a lot of training back then in the day, whatever was big then. And I believe you should train and learn. Uh, recently I did something called productive power (laughs) and what it did. I mean, it was not cheap, but it was invaluable information to organize my Gmail to get myself, you know, organized because I'm older and this technology is like ridiculous. (laughs) I mean, they should be teaching this in college, not, it should be mandatory. I mean, Mm -hmm. because a lot of older people, they just don't know how to use it. There's so much available out there. That's free Mm -hmm. if we just knew how to use it. So, you know, go on YouTube, like Mm -hmm. explore Gmail. There's so much amazing stuff in there to -hmm. help you get more organized. Yeah. And uh, you have to streamline your company. You have to yeah. streamline it. Yeah. It is hard work, but mm-hmm. it's worth it. The more I streamline, the more time I have to do the stuff that makes me money, which is the A jobs. I don't want to be doing D, C and E. Mm-hmm. I should only be doing the A, which is selling, mm-hmm. um, you know, marketing. Those are the things I should be doing. All the other stuff, as you move along in a team, you should delegate all the stuff, the paperwork. Mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore. I know how to do it if I have to in a pinch. If somebody's sick, right. yes, I know how to use dot loop. Yes, I know how to input a listing. I know how to upload photos. I know how to use a dropbox, but I don't really want to do that. I have staff for that. Mm-hmm. And the minute I got staff, I made more money. Right. So don't that's another thing. Don't be afraid. You gotta you gotta do it. You gotta do little we'll push.
1: Right. I, and- myself
0: and my husband, and I was like. I was doing all the paperwork i hated Mm -hmm. the paperwork so i said let's just get a part-time assistant and then she went into full-time and then i got another person Mm -hmm. to just do transaction coordination Mm -hmm. and then she went to full-time so i 2 full-time then i got a marketing person who is now full-time so and i was able to pay them all right um, because of my volume that i was getting
1: right and i think that like you said you just have to do it i think that it's so hard even in just everyday life it's it's so hard to give up something that you know like i know how to do this i know how i want it done right and it's
0: so it hard heart. it's hard yeah. and you're you know what you get really comfortable mm-hmm. and you got to get uncomfortable to grow you have to you got it it's like it's like you go to high school you go to college it's uncomfortable you gain the freshman 15 like <laughs> Because why are you gaining so much weight? Because mommy isn't cooking for you anymore. And now you have to make better choices. You can't have pizza every night and drink beer. You're going to get fat. Like you're going to gain weight and you know, you have to learn and fall and go on a diet or whatever you do, because like, <laughs> I did it too. So, um, that you just go for it. Like Nike says, just do it, do it. What, what are you so afraid of right. try? What's the worst thing that can happen? You fail. Oh, well, there's success and failure. The way you grow and learn is through failure. If everything went perfect, you would never grow. You have to mess up. You got to get dirty. You got to roll around in the mud. You know, it's it's just, it's just it, even with children, same thing. It's going to get messy. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> but eventually they grow up and they do leave. Eventually it's hard. I'm still working on it. <laughs> it's hard. Um, you know, but it's 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 a process. Everything's a process. It has its own, you know, it's going to go at its own speed, I guess. You know, sometimes you backtrack a little. It happens. It's okay. It's okay to mess up.
1: Right. Well, I, re- okay. I think that is a great place to... End things, um, you know, having that last little push for anybody that is, you know, on the fence. And uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me.
0: Yeah, I loved it. Thank you so much.
1: I really want to thank Rose for spending the time chatting with me. Our conversation was wide ranging, and I really hope you enjoyed it. So, once again, if you think you or somebody else on your team has an awesome story or tip to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. Well, that wraps things up for this episode. But remember, follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure you subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Again, I'm Michael Walton, and we'll see you on the next episode.